Welcome to Strictly Business, Variety's weekly podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders about the business of media and entertainment. I'm Cynthia Littleton, co-editor-in-chief of Variety. Today, my guest is James Cuthbert, president of LL Cool J's Rock the Bells. Cuthbert came on board the media and commerce company in October to help rev up operations. The company, named for one of LL Cool J's early hits, has big ambition in three sectors, content, commerce, and experiences. Cuthbert sees Rock the Bells as part studio, part lifestyle brand, and part cultural resource. Rock the Bells' mission is to elevate classic hip-hop through a modern lens. Cuthbert's passion for the product is evident in the conversation ahead. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome back to Strictly Business. James Cuthbert, president of Rock the Bells, a very intriguing company that was launched a few years ago by LL Cool J and has grown really fast. And James came in last October to kind of help manage and manage that growth of the organization. James, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. 
Well, the big news for Rock the Bells in the last month is that you have gone out and raised about $8 million in private investment funding for the venture. Can you tell us with this now, with this source of this influx of capital, how do you intend to deploy it? Where do you see the growth opportunities for Rock the Bells? Yeah, I mean, uh, I really feel like the you know the opportunity is, is limitless, right? So when we think about Rock the Bells um, with this idea of uh, you know being the preeminent voice of classic and timeless hip hop, and hip hop culture kind of has grown up to be you know intertwining one of the biggest factors on global popular culture. Um, so I, th- I think there's a you know there's a, there's a ton of opportunity for Rock the Bells holistically, and then in terms of kind of the capital that we just got in, uh, really excited about you know the the strategic investors that we've lined up. So it wasn't just uh, looking to go get money from anyone. It's bringing in the right people who are value add, who given us already given us a ton of advice, um, who strategically help us with uh, with pushing our business forward. But in terms of like what we'll do with the capital itself, one, it allows us to bring on a dynamite team um, in order to do kind of the, the mission of really elevating classic hip hop across our three pillars of content, commerce, and experiences. It's going to be important that we have the right human beings. I like to say good human beings who love classic hip hop who are good at what they do and also at the right reflection point where startup makes sense for them. Um, but at the same time, the other thing we're gonna be doing is focusing on closing some of these brand partnerships and working with brands who wanna authentically play in the space. The thing about Rock the Bells is a cheat code. Um, if you wanna leverage pop, you know, hip hop culture, we can help you do it in an authentic and additive way to the culture. Uh, so you can kind of be seen in the right light um, and we can really elevate this thing together. There's three under, you know, underscoring pillars, you could say. Uh, of the company. We have content, commerce, and experiences. Um, and we think of the way that those work together of forming like a flywheel. We think of the future of, of content as commerce and commerce as content. When you think about going to an experience, you think about kind of the creation of that experience, the content you make. If it's a festival, you probably have a convention where you're selling things. Uh, so all those three things play together. So we were, being, we were very mindful when we built the business model uh, to, to understand that we wanted to launch those three things at the same time. Obviously, or, you know, there's a cadence in terms of how those things roll out. But uh, when we think about it, we probably would have launched with the experience to start. Uh, but, uh, you know, we launched in the middle of COVID. So, you know, so this company was kind of born, kind of working remotely and finding creative ways to continue to push forward. So we decided to start with the content and uh, commerce businesses. On the content side, we do short, medium and long form content. Uh, again, all with the you know underlying thematic of elevating classic hip hop building cultural bridges from people who kind of grew up with classic hip hop to people who've yet to fully discover the mythology that sits under kind of like classic hip hop. Uh, you know, the long form would be anything from a documentary to a full full feature film, uh, episodic content where we're, we're telling different stories on a regular basis, which we'll have launching early May. We start launching some of our episodic video content and then short content that you might see across our social channels. Uh, so that's how we kind of how we think about content again, all with the guys of elevating classic hip hop. And then on the uh, commerce side of the business, uh, we have a we have a storefront on our on our dot com, right. which we do custom drops. We partner with kind of like really cool people throughout culture to bring together some uh, some really cool and innovative merch. And we're also getting into licensing as well. Uh, so taking the Rock the Bells IP and, and working with some strategic partners and finding some some cool ways to kind of get us out in the world. I used to work at Coca-Cola. We used to say you want to be within arm's reach of desire. Uh, of <laughs> <a coat. laughs> and if you think about it, there's, you know, no matter where you are in the world, it doesn't matter what remote location, you can always get a Coke. Um, that was per- very purposeful. Right. And we, and we think about hip hop. Hip hop is already omnipresent everywhere. 
Uh, so when we think about that commerce spread, we think about being able to be able to access that through different categories uh, of licensed merch. And then lastly, experiences. Um, you know, we would have already had a full festival and convention, but we're working on doing some stuff virtually this year. Then going into next year, we'll, we'll look to kind of, as the world continues to open up, uh, invite people into this world so they can really kind of immerse themselves. And will that, would that festival, would it be branded Rock the Bells? Would that be the... For sure. Yes, it'd, it'd be branded Rock the Bells. And obviously there's still some, uh, some good work to do as we bring on kind of a, a head of experience that we, we, we kind of flush out that team uh, in that vertical, but excited to kind of get them going and really bring people a breakthrough experience. I was, I was blessed with an opportunity to work uh, at Red Bull for some time and they're known for their experiences. Right, and kind of right. Life. So I felt like that, that kind of gave me a, a very interesting boost in kind of a look at best in class. Uh, you know, experiences look like, especially how to bring in a brain or an ethos to life. In that case, you know, you know, giving you wings and, and literally, you know, whether it's a, your Red Bull gives you wings. So it's kind of like bringing those, um, you know, those experiences to life. Yeah. But for us at Rock the Bells, uh, we want to bring you into the world, either the world you grew up with that you're passionate about and you kind of like you were outside when all that was happening or a world that you have yet to fully discover uh, that you can kind of like join in and really experience um, you know, you know, that moment and create new moments around classic hip hop. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the Red Bull example is so apt here because I think there is no question that it was very savvy marketing to music fans, sports mm-hmm. fans that made that stand out. And, you know, there's a whole shelf full of energy drinks at the supermarket, but something made Red Bull stand out. And I think that that music marketing really went a long way to getting that brand out there. So that's a really interesting exemplar for you. I want to go back to talking about content. Where are you showcasing your content right now? Do you do, Are you looking for syndication partners or do you, do you do it on the rockthebells.com destination? Yeah, yeah. So currently it's, it's on rockthebells.com and our social handles. Um, as we continue to develop that content, we're going to be developing syndication partners and incremental points of distribution for that content. Uh, so step one is building that engaged audience for ourselves. So leveraging a lot of our own platforms, whether that's YouTube, whether that's you know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, our .com, uh, but also we're gonna be partnering with brands right away uh, to create branded content. So it'll be Rock the Bell's content along with some of these partners and giving them a way to authentically speak to this audience um, and, and speak through the lens of, uh, of classic hip hop um, um, you know, to their audience as well. So that's the stuff that you'll be seeing coming out soon, but for sure have already had conversations with different distribution partners our biggest distribution, at least on the audio side, is obviously Rocket Bells Radio, uh, one of the, the most popular channels we have on SiriusXM. Um, but on, on, the, on the pure video content, we're building up our own audience, partnering with some brands. And then we're, we, have some, we have some things cooking on the distribution <laughs> side. I'll talk about when they land. Tell me, I know you have a sense of a, a ballpark sense of the time period that, you, that you're talking about when you say classic hip, hip hop. Can you give a sense of like that time, that time frame that you're thinking of? Yeah, so, you know, we, we think of usually 1973, so kind of the, the birth of hip-hop, all the way through kind of like the, you know, the early to mid-2000s. So it's a pretty substantial period of time, uh, you know, holistically that we kind of consider hip-hop. And then, you know, the cool thing about classic hip-hop is, just like classic anything else, is every year you kind of graduate new folks into it. Uh, the one thing we all do is some point right. we all get older. So like with the, the model that we're building is, you know, there's going to be a time when you have folks like a uh, Lil Wayne who's going to be classic hip hop. You have other folks, if, if he doesn't already have, you know, uh, if you don't already consider him, you know, having classic and iconic things, which he does, but to fall into that classic area of the genre, we'll keep graduating new folks. 
So we're going to continue to kind of grow that uh, grow that pie and opportunity um, over time. And if you think about it, the, the way we think about this uh, this brand holistically, it was like the early '80s, the first time the the term you know classic rock was coined. I believe in a radio station in Ohio. <laughs> um, so just imagine if somebody had wrapped their hands around classic rock and created one brand. And you think about all the billion and hundreds of million dollar brands that have spurred out of that, whether it's Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville or Hard Rock Cafes and it kind of goes on and on and, and hip hop has grown up to be, have a much larger influence uh, than rock. Um, so we are, you know, the brand that we believe we have the, the, the right, we have the right folks. We've included the culture in our business model um, to really elevate and tell those stories because we keep love at the center of everything we do. That's a good message for this world right now. And, and on that theme, I know that you have been starting to talk to brands and working with brands how do you square a, a classic hip hop and art form that came up as a, you know, speaking truth to power in the larger world, talking about cultural and racial social inequities, a, a, an art form that has advanced that so much and given voice in such a strong way. Is that, is that something that Madison Avenue of 2021 wants to tap into because they get the authenticity I think 20 years ago, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation, but it, time has passed. Can you talk about like the kind of things that, that brands and marketers come to you and, and want to reach in tapping into your demographic? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, and I've been a marketer for, for, for a long, fair part of my career. Marketers want to, draw, want to be relevant to their consumers. They want an authentic way to reach them and, and talk to them. They want to think about the things that matter in their lives and they want to find a way for their brand to matter as well. But they also have kind of gotten a little bit uh, a little bit more wise in understanding that when you step into something else someone cares about, whether it's culture, it could be cooking, it could be anything, um, if you don't do it with authenticity and it comes off that you're trying to leverage and kind of like use the culture um, and, and not give anything back, you're immediately seen as not authentic. So when you're, tepid, you're stepping to something like hit classic hip hop or even hip hop culture, which literally started by, you know, with the, with the idea of really giving a voice to the voiceless. Exactly. Uh, it, was a, it was a whole culture created for people whose culture were stripped away. So if you think about kind of the power that sits underneath that, um, you know, brands want to tap into that authenticity, but, you know, they don't necessarily, you know, going down that path by themselves doesn't necessarily make sense. So you come with a partner like Rock the Bells, who was born out of the love for the culture, was born from the literally is you know one of the, one of the only companies fully you know founded by the creators of the culture. Everyone from Cool Herc is one of our icons, who's who's kind of like you know you know an icon and has some equity in this company to Eminem to you know to Big Daddy Kane. You, you kind of you kind of list the names. We we wanted the culture to be a part of what we're creating, so we can drive authenticity and brands that can be authentic, brands brands that can find a way to play into you know culture that's happened and also that's happening now are ones that are going to have success. So like the, one of the examples of this four core elements of hip hop, you have the, the rapping, so the music, you have the DJing, so party scene, you have breakdance, you, you, you won't have TikTok without breakdance, and then you have kind of graffiti art in, in our fashion, you can kind of put in that, in, that, in that bucket as well. And if you start with classic hip hop, I can find you an authentic way to start, in a, start with breakdance and I can get you to TikTok. You can start with a kind of an MC of a classic MC, and I can get you to today. You can start with an amazing, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, fashion fashioner like a Dapper Dan, 
and then you can you can kind of you you can also build a bridge to somebody a hot young designer today. Any anyone um, on any runway today, you know. Yeah, pretty much. So that's you know, if you want to be authentic in the space, uh, there's no more authentic place to to start than to start. Mm-hmm. I know I spoke with LL Cool J I think last year about when when Rock the Bells was really coming together, and he he acknowledged that even he was a little surprised at the reaction, just how many people were interested in looking at things on the website, you know, stories that were posted, memories, historical videos, older, just just remembrances from some of the partners in the company. And that that really showed him that there was there was a lot of potential in in someone like himself who could bring just automatic authenticity to the space. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that's the the one thing that we found and, uh, you know, this this kind of goes in any corporate environment, kind of goes back to kind of what I believe is when, you, when you're in something for the right reasons, when you truly love a space and that comes through, people see it and it's refreshing. So you'll have classic hip hop artists that oftentimes have been told many, not all, but but many have been told like, oh, I'm looking for this newer artist or I don't really understand how you can potentially fit into the scene. And they're seeing their counterparts in rock. They'll still put the, you know, a, a classic rocker right next to the new hot young artist. But oftentimes the, the classic hip hop artists won't get the same look. Uh, and when there's a company, who, you know, when there's a company, what I would even say like a movement or a purpose driven company, which wants to elevate classic hip hop to a modern lens, comes along and we pull out the white glove treatment uh, for the culture and for the people. And, and we show that respect and we want to tell their authentic stories. Um, there's a natural affinity, affinity that's starting to happen uh, because we're, we're not in this, we don't, the people who I'm hiring and myself, and now, Kujay, we're not doing this because this is the only way we can make money. Um, we're not, we're not, we're, we, I believe this will be incredibly financially successful, but like we're here because we love the culture and we want to elevate it. And we believe when you have a healthy core or classic hip hop and you elevate that through a modern lens, you actually inspire the next generation of creativity. Think about young people today. Think about uh, you know, the, that, the younger generation today, all the pressures they face from Instagram and all these different places. Um, when there's a wider swath of creativity that you can look at, I can look at a Lauren Hill and a Missy Elliott, and I can also look at, at a, you know, a, you know, a Meg Thee Stallion and, and, and some of the younger artists now. There's just a wider swath of creativity that I can choose from, and there's there's really richness in that variety. Um, I listen to all of it, uh, and, and, and I enjoy all of it. And when you see that variety, people can find themselves along that parallel, uh, and, and they don't ever feel like you need to sacrifice who they are. Uh, to try to kind of like, you know, for clicks or likes, like, no, I can actually just, you know, express my true voice. Uh, and, and it gives people a cheat code to just be themselves. Um, and I think that's when hip hop was at its best, when people were just being original, being themselves. A lot of that's happening today as well. And I think building an authentic bridge uh, between the cultures, connecting those communities together, um, not saying this is old and this is new and like all that's done. Like, no, we're one culture, we're one community. We're mothers and daughters, we're fathers and sons. And, uh, and we can do much better when we build together. We'll take a short break here and be back with more from Rock the Bells President James Cuthbert. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back with more from Rock the Bells president, James Cuthbert. Do you have a sense of kind of who your who your target demographic is, who, who is the kind of the core of your listenership or your consumer base at this point for Rock the Bells? That, yeah, we do. So what, what we see is, and this is actually really interesting, is we have this core cohort that's kind of, you could say, maybe mid-30s to mid-50s. That's kind of like, I grew up with this. I was, you know, at those, you know, critical years in my life. I was at those teenage years. Uh, you know, when this culture was happening, or I was in my 20s when this culture was happening. So I was out all the time listening to the music. Um, and that's kind of imprinted on, on who I am. Uh, and I directly correlate myself. I think you know, I am hip hop. It's, it's, it's who I am. It's a part of kind of like my journey. Right. Um, but then we also are seeing we have this whole other cohort of folks. And we see a, a large percentage, actually, a, a fairly large percentage of, of the listenership, even on CRSXM, is actually under 25. You know, and I, I kind of, you know, I kind of call this kind of like, you know, the guy on a skateboard drinking cranberry juice, uh, you know, you know, syndrome where it's kind of like, you know, what, what what's that song that he's playing? And it's kind of like, there's this sense of discovery, right? So there's this like, you know, you know, for, for folks under 25, they, they didn't grow up with linear television. They didn't grow up with linear radio. So they're finding, discovering, and then they're sharing. And often you'll see videos of people discovering Tupac for the first time or discovering El Cool J for the first time or discovering Big Daddy Kane for the first time. Um, and, and there's this sense of discovery and sharing that's happening all the time. And they're also oftentimes the children of some of those Gen X parents. I see. That grew up. So it's like, you know, you know, hip hop's getting ready to turn 50 in a few years. So that's, you know, that, that swath of time, you know, the people who are 13 <laughs> exactly. or 14 during that time, like they have kids that are now, you know, of age. So you actually have this really, it's just, it's really interesting when we, we look at the numbers and the demographics of like, it's this, this mid to older millennial and Gen X, and then you kind of have this younger cohort as well, uh, which, which, is, which, is, which is kind of the lifeblood for any brand, because not only I was are we say. the next generation, but we're also satisfying this core. Was all of this potential, was this what attracted you to the job? 
Um, what attracted me to the job is because I love I love hip hop. I'm, I'm my first language is hip hop, so I used to DJ and do freestyle battles and make music and kind of uh, you know I've always been in and around hip hop my whole life. Um, so I, I saw it start to integrate with my kind of personal career um, as I went through it, and I, I was I was blessed to work on the Sprite brand for some time and uh, launch a campaign where we put rap lyrics on cans of people like Drake and people like Rakim and people like Biggie and Tupac and J. Cole and Missy. Um, and what I saw when I did that is it actually just, it worked. There was something about sparking intergenerational conversations. It moves the needle. You sold more Sprite is what you're it, saying. It, we drove double digit velocity gains on, a, on kind of our 20 ounce uh, plastic bottles and then our tall boy cans as well. And what I saw is like, it's driving organic velocities uh, in, the, in the channel where they made the most money. They make a lot of money in the convenience retail channel. Uh, in the convenience retail channel overall. And it won because it, it was authentic to the culture. It lifted up their voices and it spread across the entire culture. It wasn't just, here's the hottest young thing. It wasn't just, here's classic. There's something in that bridge where you're bridging, you're bridging the community, you're bridging the culture. You're having like an uncle talk to his son and say, oh, Rakim is, let me tell you about Rakim. You have the son say, Drake is the best thing, that I, you know, best artist I've ever heard in the world. And they're like, that conversation um, is good for culture. It's it's good for hip hop. Um, and it's also good for business. <laughs> it sounds like it. It sounds like you're going to make it, make it so. Um, how was it given, you know, given like you say, hip hop's about to turn 50, the AARP is in uh membership card is in the mail. That's a humbling moment. I can speak from personal experience on that one. Um, but given, you know, given the, the, uh, it, given the amount of time that it has been around the influence, the multi-generational aspect of artists and listenership, was it when you went out to talk to, you know, the Wall Street elite, the investment bankers that were going to write checks, was it, did they get what you were doing? Did you have to explain it? Well, I mean, I think you have to explain it to everybody. So of, course, I, I, of course, sorry. You know, yeah. so, so I mean, I, th I think, um, you know, me, I, I had been through this process on a smaller scale working at places like Coca-Cola. Um, Coca-Cola is still a Southern, somewhat conservative company. Um, and I told them I wanted to put rap lyrics on like, you know, hundreds of millions of pop. <laughs> well, guess what? The high, my, my, my lawyer, legal friend at the time, Scott Bill, was telling me, he was like, James, he's like, you know, this is the highest risk because once you print these cans, it's not like we can rub off. You can't rub the lyrics off. It, 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 I was like, trust me on this one. It, it, it's going to work. Um, and, and it worked incredibly well. But when, when we're speaking to folks, uh, you know, especially kind of when we're pitching and kind of going through the raise process and we're, you know, what we're really pitching is just like this, this culture is real. The examples of classic hip hop when elevated, there's so many of them. You think about the fact that, you know, in 2024, breakdancing will be an Olympic sport. Right. Um, you think about everything Snoop has done with him and Martha Stewart. You think about 50 Cent and Power having one of the, the biggest shows. You think about Ciroc with Puffy or Beats by Dre with Dr. Dre. Or you think about, you, you start throwing out example after example. You think about, um, you know, the, the, the soundtrack to, uh, you know, Michael Jordan's documentary that he did. Or you think about Coachella using classic hip hop acts. You think about verses and everything that, you know, they've been able to do with that property. Um, there's all these examples of when you elevate classic hip hop culture through a modern lens, um, it works. Um, so like, man, if we can do this consistently, I see all these, I see these green shoots happening in all these areas and we actually bring the culture together uh, to do it as one. Um, you know, you know, it's people start, it starts to click. They understand the bigness of hip hop. Um, they understand classic rock and like, man, if I could have got owned a company that, you know, 
dominated classic rock and really brought the entire, all the rockers together under one roof, um, you know, what would that company be worth today? Um, and it, I think then, it's, then it starts to click and then you look at the business model and we have very sound footing in terms of how we built that from the ground up, um, how we're building this, you know, this, uh, this business systematically, um, but most importantly, how we're, we're gonna provide for the culture at the same time. So, but as we continue to grow this brand, uh, what, you're gonna, what you're gonna start to see more so is like, this isn't just a radio station. Um, that, you know, this isn't just a concert series or a store. Um, you, know, you know, this is a brand that aims to champion hip hop and champion every single person who loves it. So it doesn't matter uh, what your race, color, creed, sexual orientation, none of that matters. As long as you love this culture, there's gonna be a seat at the table at Rock and Bells. Um, you mentioned that you had, in, as part of your investment round, you, you brought on some strategic partners. Can you talk about what, who, those, who those are and what they bring to you? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a fair amount of, uh, I'm not necessarily going into details on the individual investors, uh, just, just, just being mindful, but well, what I'll say in terms of kind of the skill sets, um, that we did bring in, uh-huh. I mean, we brought in people with, you know, whether it's you know, being able to help us from an HR perspective, being able to help us from a financing perspective, uh, being, able to help, being able to help us as we think about recruiting talent, uh, be, as we think about long form content, um, as we think deeper about the culture uh, of people that we brought in. So we're literally, I mean, as we think about, you know, developing experiences, we brought people in um, and investors and groups in, um, all of them in their different ways, our value add, have he been given some type of advice, have reached out, have helped us on the deal. Um, you know, they've been incredibly, um, we're incredibly honored to have the group of folks that we do have. So when we thought about strategic investors, we thought about the needs of the business. And then as we lined up the investors, they tick, they tick pretty much all the boxes. Um, so I, I, we feel completely supported um, and, and privileged to, uh, to have them invest in us and we will deliver on the, on the other side. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. We love to hear from listeners. And be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Strictly Business. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.